Hello, and welcome to today's podcast brought to you by Information Security Media Group. I'm your host, Karen Murphy, and I'm speaking with our editorial director, Tom Field. We recently conducted a survey gauging the progress institutions have made towards Red Flag's compliance. The results have proven intriguing, to say the least, and Tom is here to give you a preview of the findings. Welcome, Tom. Oh, Karen, thanks so much. It's good to talk to you. Great. To begin, Tom, can you just kind of give us a feel for what the survey was all about and maybe why it's so important? Yeah, you know, this is just probably the biggest regulatory initiative of the year for banking institutions. You know, we all know about identity theft and how huge that is. The regulatory agencies, including the, the Federal Trade Commission, all came together last year and said that, you know, we're really going to put the pressure on banking institutions to you know, have aggressive identity theft prevention programs, to have aggressive employee and customer awareness programs, and do their part to combat identity theft. I mean, even though identity theft doesn't necessarily occur within a banking institution, the banking institutions are the ones that are regulated, and so the, the regulators said, we're going to, to give you the, uh, the initiative here to, to really take a stand and to help your customers be smarter about this. And so this is the number one regulatory initiative of the year. It's got a hard deadline of November 1, by which all the financial institutions have to be compliant. And so it's just been the focus of so much effort for these banking institutions for the entire year. And it's kind of culminating now. So what we wanted to do, just a few months away from this November 1 deadline, is sort of take the pulse and say, how are we doing? You know, you've got this, this date coming up. How close are you? Are you going to beat the deadline? Are you going to meet the deadline? And sort of the headline coming out of this is that just about exactly 50% of the institutions say that they are barely going to meet the deadline. They won't make it or they don't know. Half of the institutions saying they're close and they're going to beat it. But that other half is, uh, I guess, makes you kind of nervous. You just don't know what's going to happen. It's such a key initiative that uh, it has a lot of attention, and it, rightly so. Interesting. So why is it Red Flag's compliance is such an important milestone for banking? Because. It, it, banking institutions respond to their regulators, and when the regulators say this is what you must do, then that becomes the focus of their efforts. You know, this was a, a regulatory mandate handed down last year with a very hard deadline. Now, what's interesting is that, you know, look at the headlines recently. You've got the bank closings that are sort of symbolized by the IndyMac Bank, which the FDIC went in and shut down a few weeks ago. And all of a sudden, people are talking about customer confidence and are, and are consumers losing some of the trust that they have in the banking institutions. And as we know, trust is, is the most important asset that banking institutions have under management. And so now, all of a sudden, with this consumer confidence, customer trust being discussed, all of a sudden, this thing that the banks were told they had to do becomes something that they can do to sort of take a stand and say, customers, look what we're doing to protect you from identity theft is something they can really put in the ground sort of like a flag and say we're making this effort and kind of rebuild some of that confidence and trust that could be uh, a little shaky. Okay. That said, um, you know, what do you find as the most surprising uh, findings revealed in the survey? Uh, most surprising. I have to say that, that probably the headline, you know, that you know, 50% say that they're they're sort of struggling to to meet this isn't a surprise because we know just from experience that, you know, financial institutions are, are like any of us. Maybe in college, you sort of wait till the last minute to you know really put that effort into that term paper you need to do. And we knew that the last few months were going to be crunch time for the institutions. That's not so much of a surprise. 
Um, I guess there are a couple things that surprised me in, in, in here in, in this order. Number one, we asked them, how are you going to gauge the success of this program? Now, you would think, well, we're going to gauge it by having fewer identity theft incidents. Well, that wasn't the case. When you look at the about 300 respondents that we had, only 20% said that they're going to gauge the success of their prevention programs by monitoring a decline of incidents. The majority, 56%, say they're going to measure success by getting positive feedback from their regulators or by passing external audits. In other words, we said up front that this is something they were told they had to do. So success to them is the regulator that said you have to do it coming in and saying, okay, you did a good job. So to me, that was sort of a surprise. The other one is in terms of vendor management. This has been sort of the, if identity theft and the red flags rule has been the number one regulatory initiative of the year, I would have to say a close number two would be vendor management. You know, the notion that you're outsourcing core processes and systems and information to vendors and you, banking institution, have got to make sure that that information is treated just as securely when it leaves your institution as when it's there. Now, this has always been sort of a big initiative ever since, you know, Graham Leach-Bliley, but it's something that the regulators aren't seeing enough progress on, so they've accented it this year. So there's been a lot of talk about this. I mean, the institutions know it's something they need to focus on. And as part of the red flags compliance, you know, they've got to make sure that their key vendors are compliant as well when handling that institution, the, the information, because it's not the vendors who are going to be held to the fire. It's the institutions that are responsible for that compliance. So that said, nearly two-thirds of the respondents said they either don't know how compliant their key vendors are or they've seen no progress. 65% they don't know or they've seen no progress. That, to me, was a big surprise given how much discussion vendor management has received this year. Wow. So then what are institutions uh, most focused on when it comes to red flags? There's a very, um, you know, the, the, the regulation, if you read, it's got some very defined you know, programs you've got to identify. You've got to sort of do a risk assessment to see, you know, what are your you know, accounts that are, are covered by the red flags rule and, and how do you set up systems so that these red flags pop up. And the whole term of red flags is you see something happen, a transaction or uh, you know, someone attempting a transaction that doesn't seem right to you. It flags someone, and you go in and investigate that. And so that, that's a way to curtail identity theft. And so part of it is the risk assessment. Um, other parts of it are developing you know, a, a, a documented identity theft prevention program and then having to have awareness programs, security awareness programs, um, rather identity theft prevention awareness programs for your employees, for your boards of directors, and for your customers. So there's a lot that has to be done here, and people really have been focused on all those different elements. And then you know, they might have done parts of this in the past for other regulations, so it's bringing those disparate elements together. That really has been the, the exercise, is just bringing the pieces together and fulfilling the mandate. It's a tall order. Um, you know, what do you think about the readiness of institutions for November 1? Well, a couple of things. I think that for the most part they're going to make it. I mean, it's been a, a hard date. Um, they've known about it for almost a year. I think one of the challenges is that for a lot of institutions this might have been an unbudgeted item. And coming this year in particular with all the economic issues that banking institutions have had is sort of an extra hit. But that said, this is something you have to do. It's not optional. And so you find the resources for it. So I think the institutions, for the most part, will be there. Now, the other part of this 
is that the regulatory examiners who go out there and actually test the compliance, they have to get trained, too, on what they should be going out there and examining. Now, those examination procedures haven't come down yet from the regulatory institutions. They're supposed to come down pretty much any day now. I understand that the, the interagency group that has put these regular or the examination procedures together has approved them and voted on them, and they've gone back to the individual institu- uh, regulatory agencies to approve. So they should come down soon. So there's going to be a ramp-up time for the examiners as well. And it leads you to believe that you know, November 1 is a hard date, but there probably is going to be a little bit of leniency. It's not like on November 2nd the examiners all are going to be coming in and demanding you know, instant 100% compliance. I think that it will be sort of a, you know, there'll be some, uh, some give and take on both sides because it's a, a learning curve for the regulators as well as the institutions. That makes sense. Now, given kind of what you've learned from respondents' plans for moving beyond November 1, um, how would you advise institutions going forward? Well, you know, I'm not in any position to offer any advice to anybody, but I tell you that from what we see in the survey, there are a couple things that stand out there. One is this whole vendor management topic that we mentioned. And, in fact, we asked the uh, respondents, if you, know, you were to pick the next big regulatory hurdle, what would it be? And the majority of them say vendor management, so no surprise there. That that's going to be a huge issue. I think that um, you know what we have to make sure we focus on all of us is that November one isn't really a destination; it's a benchmark. But the real work becomes after that when you've got to implement these programs and you've got to manage them. You know, who within an organization is going to manage this identity theft prevention program that touches everybody within a banking institution? What are going to be the metrics of success? Okay, if you're outsourcing some of this, what sort of checks and balances are you going to have to make sure that you're, you know, got mature vendor management processes? So that's just going to become the challenge. I mean, November 1 is huge. It's a lot to get there, but then you have to prove it once you've, you've got there and you've got to put these programs into effect and manage them and measure them. And then be able to respond too, because as one, you know, business has changed certainly, and so does the identity theft threat. I mean, it was we all hear from everybody. The bad guys just get smarter and more clever, and so this, you know, the threat is going to manifest itself in new ways. And these prevention programs have to be flexible enough to adapt to the changes that we know are going to come. Okay. So, bottom line, what is it that you think are the top three takeaways for institutions from the survey? Um, boy, that's tough. I, I think that you know, number one, of course, is just the the whole pulse taking. Where are people right now? And three months out, we're looking at institutions. Half of them say they're going to beat the deadline, half say they're going to struggle with that. And so I think that what happens over the next three months is going to be key, and this is something we're going to be watching. I think that um, you know the vendor management issue, again, is just something that really is sort of concerning, knowing that this is such a huge topic and there's been so much emphasis on this throughout the course of the year, that two-thirds of the respondents don't know if their vendors are compliant or they haven't seen any progress. <laughs> to me, that's a red flag. That's another issue that I think. Now, an interesting one we haven't talked about is we asked the question at the very start of this survey, you know, identity theft, is this a consumer issue or are the banks and the businesses ultimately responsible for fighting this? Now, 44% of all the respondents put the onus on the consumers. They say this is a consumer issue. They're just 29% saying this is the responsibility of the banks and the businesses. Now, I understand why they say this, because if you look at sort of the biggest privacy breaches that we've had, or at least the most publicized ones, Hannaford Brothers, um, you know, TJX, those didn't happen inside a bank. 
Those happened elsewhere, and yet the banking institutions had to bear a, you know, a significant burden reissuing cards, which is you know expensive. And so you understand where they're coming from, saying, hey, this isn't something that happens to us. We aren't the ones that are at fault for identity theft, and yet they're the ones that are regulated, and the federal regulators are saying, you've got to put these extra measures into place. Well, this comes back to that area of consumer confidence. Okay, maybe this is a consumer issue, but banking institutions, you now have the opportunity to sort of embrace this and show your customers what you have done to bolster your identity theft prevention program and say, here's what we're doing to protect your information. So it gives them the opportunity really, again, to take a stand. And this is a kind of a storyline that's developed just over the last few weeks as we've seen what's happened in the banking industry. And I come back to this notion that what has been a compliance mandate, you must do this, now gives the banking op institutions the opportunity to stand up and say, this is what we have done. So it really gives them a rallying point. And to me, that's the, the big storyline at the end of this. Interesting. Well, Tom, on behalf of everybody here at Information Security Media Group, we thank you so much for all your time and effort put into this study. And based on that preview, I think I can speak for the audience and say we're very excited about seeing the, the full findings. Oh, thanks so much, Karen. It's been a fun initiative to be a part of, and we're going to have the executive summary up on the site right away so people can go there and they can read the analysis. They can look at each of the questions and, and see the answers. We, we've sort of broken this down to what has to happen you know, before November 1st and what has to happen after. So there are some you know, nice segments there that people can look at and get a sense of where the industry is going right now. And it's certainly a topic we're going to follow up and, and come back to later. Well, I certainly look forward to it. Thanks so much, Tom. Karen, thank you.